Mile High Football with Mark Schlereth is powered by Ideal Home Loans. Denver Sports presents the Mile High Football Podcast with Mark Schlereth. Hey, welcome into the Mile High Football Podcast brought to you by our friends at Ideal Home Loans. Everything you need over there at Ideal Home Loans. Check them out. All right, so interesting list came out. I was on Colin Cowherd yesterday on Fox and talking to Colin Cowherd, and he's really bullish on the Denver Broncos. Now, part of that is because you have to understand Colin. Last year, he worked for a whole season with Sean Payton when Sean Payton was out of football. So Sean Payton has become a you know friend of Colin Cowherd, and he believes in Sean Payton, his ability to coach, and Sean Payton has done a phenomenal job. So, oh, you know, over the course of his career in New Orleans, winning 10, almost 11 games a year for 15 years. So, and one of the things, um, there's a couple of things that resonate me about this list that Colin put together, and it was a list of the top 10 coaches slash quarterback combinations in football. But first, as I was on that show yesterday, one of the things that we talked about off air and then we talked some on air as well was just this thought process that Russell Wilson is washed. One season um, under Nathaniel Hackett in which coaching wasn't where it needed to be. Um, you know, you hired a whole staff of first-time coaches operating as first-time, you know, position coaches, getting elevated to first-time coordinator, first-time O-line coach, first-time special teams coach, first-time this, first-time that, first-time this. I mean, it, it turned out to be, as we all know now, hindsight being an absolute clown show. But it's interesting over the course of, you know, the the just the narrative out there nationally that, you look at Russell Wilson, and there's almost this vitriol towards Russell Wilson as I talk about toxic positivity, like that he has not been able to come out and basically say, hey, man, I sucked, and I have to get better, and I have to do the work. Like It's always about we this and we that, and I think there's a general feeling of Russell Wilson isn't the most authentic guy out there, and so it's almost as though people are rooting against Russell Wilson. And I think one of the interesting things in listening to Colin and talking to Colin was this idea that one bad season and people want to say he's completely washed, he can't play anymore, as opposed to the 10 terrific seasons he had, nine of them Pro Bowl seasons, I believe, that he had before that one really bad situation or one bad season under a situation in which they had no true identity. And... So I find that really interesting because I'm with Colin Cowherd on that. Like, why would I throw away 10 years of previous unbelievable work and just bank on the one year that was horrible to be what Russell Wilson is as opposed to the, you know, nine Pro Bowl seasons before that? But here's the list, and I thought it was fairly interesting. And I'll start from 10 down. It's the top 10 coach and and quarterback combos in the National Football League. He starts with Miami, Mike McDaniel, and Tua Tungabailoa. Um, I like Mike McDaniel. Comes from that Shanahan tree. I think he's really an innovator, especially in the run game, um, passing game. They've got unbelievable weapons on the offensive side of the ball. I still have my questions about Tua based on not only health, but also I'm just not 100% sure. I, I just as a guy that I keep looking at thinking – uh, he played well when when he played last year. He did play well, but I, I just there's something about 
him that I don't trust yet, and I could be completely wrong on that. Number nine, he's got the Dallas Cowboys with Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott. And listen, I really am a big Dak Prescott fan. Way too many interceptions last year. Mike McCarthy is going to take over play calling. We'll see exactly how that operates. But um, Mike McCarthy has won a Super Bowl. He did coach Aaron Rodgers for a long time. He did have a lot of success in Green Bay. Buffalo Bills with Sean McDermott and Josh Allen, I think, Anytime you're a defensive coach with an offensive great quarterback, I think people always question the defensive coaches a little bit and think that they hold those great quarterbacks back to a degree um, based on conservative kind of play-calling nature and the way they want to operate games. I don't know that to be true. I really like Sean McDermott, but that's why they come in at eight. Number seven, the Philadelphia Eagles. And and the big reasoning here was when Nick Sirianni was calling plays early in in um, Jalen Hurts' career, uh, they were 2-5, and five, and then he gave play-calling duties to Shane Steichen. They took off from there last year, represented the NFC in the Super Bowl. Now Shane Steichen is the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. And so there's a question mark about Nick Sariani calling plays. And I've talked to Nick several times because I've done a bunch of Philadelphia Eagles games. Um, and I, I think Nick would be the first to tell you I was a better coach when I can, when I could focus on the complete and total coaching of the football team as opposed to calling plays. So I don't know if he's going to go back to play calling. Uh, I feel assign that to somebody else, but uh, I think Nick's a damn good coach. I think that's a little bit low for the Philadelphia Eagles. Cincinnati Bengals at number six with Joe Burrow, who I think is one of the finest quarterbacks in football. I think he is one of the toughest dudes I watch play. Um, And Zach Taylor, you know, I think Zach Taylor has has proven himself to be a really good coach, making it all the way to the Super Bowl. Uh, Baltimore with John Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, uh, obviously, win healthy, very dynamic. The problem is last two years in a row, he's missed five games each season. And I think John is a damn good football coach. Grinds on his coaches a bit, but I think he's a really good football coach. Jacksonville Jaguars with Doug Peterson. And Trevor Lawrence, I think Trevor Lawrence's transformation last year after the debacle that was um, the year before with Urban Meyer being the head coach, um, I think I think you look at you know just the way they operated as an organization, the way Doug Peterson grooms young quarterbacks. Uh, I think he's very connected to those guys. Um, he's very laid back. Uh, he's demanding, but he's very laid back. I think he gets the best out of his players. I really like Doug Peterson as a head coach. And then that was number four. And then this is the interesting one. Number three, your Denver Broncos. Okay, let me just go. Number two, Los Angeles Rams with Stafford McVay. McVay, unbelievable. Stafford also. And then number one, Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. And that's, you know, a clear number one. But number three is where we want to focus. Um, Denver Broncos, Russell Wilson, and Sean Payton. And... I think it's really interesting that that Colin would rate them so high, and some of that is because of Sean Payton, but I think he understands in the conversation we had yesterday about the adult nature of Sean Payton and about understanding what Russell is and also what he isn't. And the fact that, as Colin said the other day, was you know Sean Payton basically toward the end of Drew Brees' career paired things out of the offense that Drew Brees physically had limitations towards that he could no longer do like he did earlier in his career. And I think that's the beauty of Sean Payton. I've had many conversations with Sean, and one of the things that always resonated with me, I sat down with Sean for about an hour. Um, This is uh, a year, two years ago, just about game planning. And I I was like, Sean, I want to pick your brain about 
if if you were doing what I was doing, if you were being an in-game analyst and you were studying, how would you go about studying a football team and what are your most important parts of game planning? So it was kind of a, a dual, how do you game plan and how would you do it if you were in my position? And the first thing Sean said to me, and this is why Russell Wilson will have success this year, he said, you know, a lot of young coordinators want to attack the weakness of a defense. They want to go after somebody, an individual matchup, a scheme, you know, some scheme the defense runs that you can take advantage of, whatever the case may be. And he said, you know, my first priority is before I attack anything, I want to mitigate my own potential disasters. And if I know I'm putting a guy on an island where he can't hold up, then I'm just going to scrap pile that idea or scrap pile that matchup because I don't want to cost my team a turnover. I don't want to cost my quarterback a hit. I don't want to cost our football team a win by putting a guy in an unenviable position. And I always say this, put a guy in a position to lose. Don't be surprised when that guy loses. You're the dumbass that put him in that position. And so that's the first priority for Sean Payton. So Sean Payton will devour the Seattle Seahawks film and see what it is exactly that Russell Wilson did exceptionally well in those years under Pete Carroll and that he will implement those, you know, those strategies. He will implement those plays, those concepts uh, for his quarterback, the things that he executes well and the things that he doesn't do well, he'll just remove them from the offense. And the other part of that that I think is significant is Sean has got enough of a track record. He's got enough of that, um, let's call it respect and reverence from Russell Wilson that Russell Wilson will play along. It will no longer be the let Russ cook mantra that we heard out of Seattle for several years that eventually got Russell moved to, hey, man, I'm going to do what my coach asked me to do, and we're going to be successful doing that. And that's why this Denver Broncos team – I believe, will be competing at the end of the season for a playoff berth. I don't think they overtake the Kansas City Chiefs, but I do think they compete for a playoff berth. And I think that's why exactly why he made the list or Colin Cowherd put him on his list at number three as Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, the number three quarterback coach tandem in the National Football League. Hey, for everybody involved in my high football podcast, for our presenting sponsor, Ideal Home Loans, we appreciate you, and we'll be back with you later on next week. Mile High Football with Mark Schlereth is powered by Ideal Home Loans.